Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Broadway Jets podcast. You'll know me from Twitter as NYJ Mike, and I'm joined as always. It's the master of receipts, NYJ Matt. Matt, the Jets are one and one. The difference between being one and one and zero oh and two is astronomical, and we're 25 hours removed from the finale of that game, and it truly has not hit me yet. And we can go, we'll fast forward to the ending. When Nick Chubb scored that touchdown, I did think initially, oh, wow, like technically there's still a shot now. He could have laid on, you know, he could have kneeled before the end zone and been fine. But at that time, it just, it felt like another, we're 0-2, defense didn't play well, offense was all right. This is another, could be a potentially dead year to being a complete 180. Mike, take me through your thoughts. We were very upset because the Jets had the Jets were on the wrong side of a few calls in this game that really frustrated us. And coupled with the fact that our defense, you know, didn't play very well. So especially the defensive line, I was disappointed in the defensive line. And then the Browns to, you know, icing on the cake, the Jets, they got the big stop. They got one stop where it was third and 18 and Carl Lawson and Quinn and sacked Brissett. Get yep. the ball back. Flacco missed Corey Davis on the corner route on the left side of the field. Jets punted. You're like, all right, we obviously have to get a stop and then get the ball back, and we have a chance. The Browns marched down the field and scored a touchdown. So you're, we're like, fuck this. The refs are against us again. I'm upset. Your dad came over, and and I let him sit in my seat, and then he didn't want to give up. The- <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Your dad, your dad was so funny. Your dad came over. I was sitting on the couch. And I was like, hey, Matt's dad, sit on the couch. So he's like, all right. So he sits down. He's like, you know what? No, you sit on the couch. I was like, you sit on the couch. It was a legit fight. And that <laughs> changed the momentum of the game. Because once he got there, there he injected some life into the team. And yeah, the, yeah. the calls that we're referring to, a, a really a phantom holding call on a nice Carter run, Conklin in the first drive, um, a ticky-tack, EPI call. So all that to say, we get the ball back down 13 and the missed extra point massive. Yeah, of course. And in, in hindsight, but at the time, honestly, I was pissed. I'm the biggest, you know, until the last second, you know, never give up optimism bullshit. I was pissed. I was upset. You know, it was one of those things you had said it. You're like, dude, if you're 0 two, 11% of teams that are 0 two make the playoffs. And we're like, well, I can't do this until next year. You have to. I was getting so mad because my dad was like, it's fine. And I'm like, you don't get it. Like, I'm not waiting another 365 days. They have to figure it out. And I'm really looking ahead at that point to week three. Get the ball back after the missed extra point. And we'll get into the same game parlay maybe in a little bit. But I I was thinking if the Jets could cover six and a half and Garrett Wilson scores another touchdown in garbage time, do I potentially hit um, a big same game parlay, which ended up happening. But the Corey Davis busted coverage, the moment that happens, our first thought goes to onside kick time. Very simple. And Jay Feely, of course, had to let us know, hey, the Jets are probably going to onside kick here. When they the Jets should onside kick. No they fucking They clearly shit. have to. They should um, kick it away and just lose. So Braden Man with an incredible kick. Will Parks could have jumped on it, but kept it inbounds. I was very scared after he didn't recover it at first, and Justin Hardy does. And then in a blink of an eye, you're like, holy fuck, we have a minute 20 left to go 54 yards. Like, that is very doable with a quarterback who has done it in the past. So, uh, it, it is weird to say that Salo came out and was like, I knew we were going to score the moment we got the ball back. 
And to be honest, I, I don't know why I felt like we were going to as well. And I was very nervous. And even the touchdown, a lot of dink and dunks and very thankful that Tyler Conklin dropped the ball. I think there was another uh, hit that was dropped by me by Ty Johnson. Well, Ty Johnson, but yeah. It was that helped too much. them in the long term. And then a third and 10 cut in, in the belly, dart of a throw, Titty. Garrett Wilson touchdown. What the fuck? No, we were going to score because mass equals, no, acceleration, no, mo- momentum equals mass times acceleration. Is that Newton? Newton, whatever, fucking Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm fired up. I, my CEO is a huge Jets fan. I came out, I body slammed him today. I'm wearing a jet, I wore a jet shirt to work. Let's fucking go, dude. That's just a goddamn win. We haven't had a moment like that. We're running around my basement, jumping up and down, like tackling each other. That was just so good. Even Fuck. the Mike White game happened when they were, I think they were two and five to get to two and five after winning that game. Yeah, they were one and five. It wasn't so, as impactful. So at that point, it doesn't matter as much. And I think the best take that you can have in this is a lot of people are going to come out and say Cleveland lost the game, which, yes, they could, clearly did. But the Jets need to execute three drives, technically two and a half. I count the, I count the onside kick as like a 14% chance of happening. So three major things needed to go your way. Touchdown, onside kick, touchdown. They got and, and they executed on all of them. It was like there was a penalty. They just threw the ball down the field right up their right up their throats. Dude, the missed, the missed PAT. Honestly, I was just I didn't think they were gonna win. Obviously, at that point, I was upset. But that happens. Tuck. Touchdown drive. No, fucking bomb touchdown. Yeah. Onside kick, touchdown drive. Just like... <sighs> I was watching the missed oh. extra point extra closely because once that happened, again, I had Jets plus six and a half and Garrett Wilson, two touchdowns, 25 to $2,800 parlay. So the moment he misses that, I'm like, technically, if the Jets drive down, score a touchdown, I cover and hit this bet with Wilson. And then Wilson does that in the last leg, obviously, in the final drive. The cool thing, too, four to five players got hurt and all of them came back in the game and finished, which I feel like we don't see a lot from Jets teams. Quinnen, Sauce, Garrett Wilson, everyone came back in and contributed. We always say it. It's like, it's like, why can't a guy just have a stinger? It's like he has to tear his ACL and be out for fucking two years. They had stingers. Thank God for stingers. Yep. And an an incredible stat line. Joe Flacco, uh, 26 to 44, 304 touchdowns unbelievable garrett wilson obviously the guy that stands out um Dude, garrett inc- wilson's insane incredible incredible game. his fade route was so funny we all shouted before the play like don't throw a fade and then he just murdered the guy caught the fade for the touchdown the first touchdown i mean he just that's just a game how do you win that game i am disappointed with the defense i want to point that out jacoby Brissett played really well he made he, he broke a lot of tackles, made things happen outside the pocket, was very accurate, but he should go literally go fuck himself. Twenty-two for twenty-seven, whatever, two hundred thirty yards. The pick to Ashton Davis at the end. The Browns, of course, have a good offensive line, but Jack Conklin's not playing. I thought there'd be way more pressure. No pressure other than that one sack. No pressure. You I think the Jets have two out. two sacks on the year. On the year, though. Yeah. Yeah, could, what they had uh, Jermaine Johnson and Marcus and uh, Jacob Martin combined for half a sack each. Yeah, first game. I mean, yeah, the biggest you have to take all the positive because nothing like that has ever happened in my life in the regular season of the New York Jets. You made a good point. Week 16 of yeah. 2015, obviously a great moment 
didn't lead to a great final week against Buffalo. But this it was moment, a crazy game. The 2010 Browns game was kind of overtime crazy. win. Because that was one of those games where it just seemed like it was over. The Browns had the ball in like the 40-yard line, and then Chancey Stucky fumbled. But no, this is the most improbable win in probably the last 20 years in the NFL. So the fact that you I saw your tweet this morning when I woke up. The fact that Sunday Night football didn't air any of this when they were showing the highlights is it, it actually is criminal, like truly criminal to do that. It was insane. I'm watching Sunday Night Football, so they go, here's the best plays of the week. And it's like Maria Taylor and fucking Jason Garrett. It's like the worst crew of all time. And they go, they go, okay. And they start with the Dolphins game. Like, right, that makes sense. And then they did, um, what was, there's one other good comeback yesterday. Whatever. They did another game. I was like, right, that makes sense. And then they did like the Rams. Oh, the Rams Falcons game. That was the cool game. There was like the Falcons game all the way back, whatever. Then they did the Broncos fucking. Seahawks uh, 27 to 7 or whatever. Or whatever. The Broncos Texans. It Texans. was like 16 yeah, yeah, to yeah. 9. I'm like, all right, the Jets have to be next. And they never showed it. They never showed it. What do they have to do? Sunday football hates the Jets. Insane. Truly unbelievable. But I I can't under like I saw everything in HD the past 24 hours. Like everything looked <laughs> like colors popped. I was like, you, a sense of euphoria went over my entire life. Like I slipped like, you an acid tab. Last, yeah, yesterday. yeah, that's what happened. I, <laughs> like anything terrible can happen at work, and I'm like, yeah, it, like the Jets won yesterday. <laughs> like it doesn't, nothing else matters. So it it was an an unbelievable feeling. The energy in the locker room after the game was great. Flag Again, like awesome. an AVT grades out like the third best guard in the NFL. Yeah, like he, every he killed a guy. He fucking pancakes pancakes a guy. I gotta find that. I forgot about that. I mean, McGovern, the final drive, the snaps, what are we doing? <laughs> like, he, I, I'm not trying to overreact, but every snap he had was Flaccid. low and slow, and Flacco had to bend down and get it. That was brutal. But I, I'm yeah. trying to, like, Elijah Moore is an example of someone who I feel as if fans are, oh, Elijah Moore, only like four for 50, whatever. He's going to be fine. And the fact that Garrett Wilson was a standout with 14 targets today, makes a team have to game plan more against him and opens up plays for Elijah Moore. For more, for Corey Davis was, what, two for, like, 80 yesterday? Two for 83, yeah. No, it finally felt like yesterday the Jets were going to score when they had the ball. That's why I was a little bit frustrated. People were saying bench Flacco when he had the strip sack. It's just like, what? I mean, the guy is also now, I mean, it helps with the last two drives, which we didn't think at the time, but he's third in the league in yards. Two 300-yard games, five touchdowns in the first two games. And it feels like the Jets are going to score when they have the ball. And this really is the first time, I swear, since early 2016, that it really feels like the Jets are going to go down and score points on any drive. 2016, remember the the Bills game on Thursday Night Football? It was really like the last time I felt like that, when the Jets beat the Bills 37-31 week two. Yeah. Um, I, I fired up. I would be remiss if we didn't call out a few other plays, like a very notable moment. Max Mitchell diving on that fumble. Uh, incredible, incredible moment. Brees Hall's first touchdown as a Jet. A lot of good things happen. I think you can point to every area of almost every player making one moment in this game. Uh, other than against the, the pass rush outside of one play didn't get there. And you're playing a Cincinnati team next week where offensive line has struggled I really was rooting for the Bengals to win that game against Dallas. I think an 0-2 Bengals team is a lot different than a 1-1 Bengals team coming into MetLife, but they're 0-2 for a reason. They just lost to a backup quarterback. They lost to Mitch Trubisky week one. So, hey, 
if the Jets offense can play as well as they did, even even if the Jets offense puts up 27 points, I'm sorry, you Salah's defense needs to come to play on Sunday, get to the quarterback, force a few turnovers that are meaningful. Like I, I we talked about it the other day. Yeah. The Davis pick was very meaningful yesterday. But I, I'm looking for a first half turnover that flips the tide of a game. And the Jets have not had that in way too long. Um, so I'm really hoping that they can get after Burrow. And what do we say? The JFM pick against the Texans is like the last one. Yeah. (laughs) In the first half that really, you know, set the offense up. Yeah. Maybe Trevor Lawrence had like the weird fumble, but I thought that was in the third quarter where he like kind of fell on his back and the Jets recovered like the 20 yard line. I think I had COVID for like the third time that game. Yeah. But look, it, it, it is a very, very amazing day that is going to carry on to the entire week. Like it, these vibes will stay high. Even like a, a tough loss to the Bengals won't take me away from this team is still able to compete for a wild card spot because they're not going to be 0-3. They're not going to be 0-4. They have a win right. on their resume. This, this at least fine. buys us two more consecutive, very exciting games. Well, I had the debate with your dad about the same game parlay. I was like, I would rather the Jets win then win my $2,800 parlay. And he's like, you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. And I'm like, my argument is if they win the game, that buys me then much more meaningful football that I'm probably going to bet on a lot of games and that $2,800 will come to 2300 to 1800 to 1500 Then I'll probably take it out, right? <laughs> so like, I, I don't know, man. I Everything was elation. Everything was great. You you cannot, uh, I can't, Lafleur perfect game called everyone getting targets everyone getting the ball oh yeah even the, the even the plays like Flacco missed a couple of third down throws and Garrett Wilson dropped the first down and the Jets still put up 31 points all all with the offense the defense didn't do fucking shit no good field position no nothing easy uh maybe I guess after the onside kick you have a kind of a short field but man that is just a sick win Justin Freed tweeted out that the if the season ended today, the Jets would play the Chiefs in the wild card. <laughs> I'll kill for <laughs> so that. So good. Oh my god. Oh, I don't want to play the Chiefs. It's also cool to look at the stats. Like team, even though Week One like inflated everything passing wise, like the Jets are like third in the NFL and in, in passing attempts and yards. Like it, yeah, it's Blackout's fun to go third through. Third in yards in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, I tweeted yesterday. He's on pace for like fifty three hundred <laughs> yards and forty five touchdowns. Now, so what happens? So if the Jets win next week without Zach Wilson. What do they play Flacco week four? I th- yes, and I think the comment that yeah. Sala made today was very clear that week four is the earliest, which means it, it buys time for later, and he needs to be a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, percent. Right. So it's like the, <laughs> so the reason the difference between a hundred and hundred and ten is Joe Flacco winning football games. That's it. If Joe yes. Flacco wins, he cr- clearly goes again. But even in the event the Jets get to two and two under Flacco, I am very much of the mindset that you need to win football games. I don't give a fuck who's playing. And if Zach Wilson's the guy that this team, the players themselves will get around and the coaching staff will, 100% do it. But there's an element. Look at the 49ers. Trey Lance goes down. Jimmy Garoppolo goes in there. The players are going fucking crazy for him. They're tackling. They're hyped. The, the 49ers get a big win. Like, yeah. would you argue like the Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moores, and then the veterans on the team think that Flacco gives them a better shot? And with the only, t- only thing we know is time will tell. We'll see the Wilson injury. I think if you don't think you're 
you're really going to make a run, which I don't think any team believes that. You want to go with the guy who's going to win you the most football games. And right now, I don't know who that is. No, it's it's definitely interesting. Um, so it's going to be a, a really, you know, something to watch, the main thing to watch in the season. Um, I wonder what would have happened if the Jets – so the Jets scored the long touchdown to Corey Davis yesterday and then don't get the onside kick. What is the sentiment around the team today? Is it like we played well, blah, blah, blah? Or it's like bench Flacco. It is the offenses. It played very well. And the defense sucked, which is a reverse of week one. Meaning yeah. we can't play complimentary football. We're not firing on all cylinders. That's why you don't win games. And DJ Reed. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. I mean, DJ Reed said after the game, the Jets have not played a, a complete football game. Not even close to one. Not a complete quarter in the first eight quarters of the year. And we talked about this too. The Jets haven't had a dominating front from beginning to end game in how I don't even know years. I think the last dominant game they Maybe played the Rams game, like in twenty twenty. No, I don't even count that because they dominant, they but it's like, like they played a you know they were winning like the whole game. No, I I think the the true game we're looking for is like the Oakland twenty nineteen, the the, <laughs> the Redskins, Redskins. twenty nineteen, and like that was those, the Redskins. They were. I, I'm standing that they were the Redskins at that point. Yeah. Crazy, man. Crazy. I'm I'm just on a high. I feel so good. Work was so fun today. People hit me up. Happy. Just everyone who's been mad for so long is just happy. Oh, what a win. And it's not look, there's winnable games coming up. Like you said, we you you hit on the Bengals and the Steelers. The Dolphins had an insane comeback yesterday, but they're not unbeatable. I'm not so scared of the Dolphins. You know, that's three games in a row. See where we're at. If two of those are 406 yards and six touchdowns against us, I will light myself on fire. I always think on the, the podcast. I think the two hates way too much. I get it. But not six touchdowns on 460 yards. Of course not. Of course not. But what's his winning? What's his record as a quarterback? Let's see. I don't know. Winning. It's crazy. No, it's, it's like incredibly good. It's like he's 15 and eight. I mean, what do you want? Like, I would set myself on fire for a Jets quarterback. To be I'll set myself on fire. I'll set you on fire. I think Jets fans have a right. Like, Tua doesn't have that. What, what's the it factor compared to other quarterbacks in the top 14? Like, Tua isn't there, clearly. But, I mean, if he could be a a Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins-esque level guy, you can win football games with him and make the playoffs. So, I am I. I'm not afraid of the four, or the Dolphins by any means because of Tua. I'm not afraid. <sighs> what Fuck else we got? I think I, don't know. I gotta go in a second. Mike's gotta bounce. I I can't. I play, I if basketball. you're if you're listening to this, that is why absolute takes don't always work like the Flacco. Me and Mike yes. were very team Flacco. We took bullets for no reason on Twitter being team Flacco. And if you're the type of fan that always wants the new thing. That's fine, but you got to own up to it too when you're wrong. And this is the moment that Flacco is 100% the right guy to lead that game and win it for you. I don't yeah. think, even though Mike White was great during the miracle, I do not think we come close to winning that game with Mike White. No, Flacco put on a clinic in the second half towards the end of the first half with, you know, with the protections, getting the ball out quick, taking the shots when he had them. I, I thought he looked really good all day. And I thought he looked pretty good week one too. So, I'm happy with him. I, again, I think he's a top five quarterback in the National Football League. And when you have a guy, when you have your number two overall pick quarterback go out, I'm happy to have this guy step in. Like, just 
What are you smirking about? I misheard you. I thought you said he's a top five quarterback in the National Football League. Not, <laughs> he's not a top backup. five backup quarterback yeah. in the league. Very, very happy that when our guy goes out, we have this professional, very solid guy to step in. And, you know, it's paid dividends so far. If the Jets can, if they're two and one, I don't know. I don't know. I want it. Are you coming to the game? I'm definitely going to the game. Perfect. Well, we were, we talked about not going if they were 0 and 2, which I don't know if I would have went. No, probably not. I don't know. No, it's just we'll so, it. it's so fun to watch at home. And also, I think Ian Eagle's calling the game. He is. I know. I, I fuck, saw that. Fuck. All right. I got to go play basketball. All right. Have Let's a good go, one. baby. We'll Jet be back. Up. This is the we best win by far ever of any team <laughs> in history. history of all any sports. sport. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, buddy. All right, bud. Let's go.